Hello, video editor. Is AI coming for your job? It's a topic that has been kind of circling around our community a little bit. And inspired by a meme, actually, um, a meme that I created, because if you didn't know already, um, I have a little side Instagram account. It's a video editing meme account called on Instagram called at video editing is hard. Check it out. And on there, I posted a meme and it was a, an image or a GIF of a client stood behind an editor controlling his mouse for him. And it was, you know, it was funny, but one of the comments said, isn't this what we are supposed to do as editors, just to communicate the client's demand. Well, if you are of this opinion, then AI is most definitely coming for your job. But in today's episode, we're going to talk about some ways that you can avoid that being the case. And hopefully you'll find yourself gainfully employed for the foreseeable future. All right, let's talk about it. Hello, welcome back to another episode of the video editing podcast from Unsplice with me, your host, Shiny. And thank you very much for joining me this week. Now, I hope you enjoyed last week's episode. Um, this week is a bit more, um, how to say, it's interesting, but it, it feels like a bit, it's something that we don't really want to talk about, but we're super, super curious <laughs> about and, um, you know, I've had other people say to me, non-video editors, um, say, what do you think about AI? You know, in terms of video editing, like your job, your future, how does it make you feel? And I always respond the same. And I say, I'm super excited. I am very excited with where AI is going to take video editing. It's going to get rid of all of the menial tasks that so many editors find incredibly repetitive and boring. And um, some examples, AI, um, Adobe has very recently just announced that they are going to release Firefly for Premiere and After Effects. And one of the many things that it, it does, and it is looks incredible, um, you can edit using text. So you type in the text commands and it, and it um, will do certain things for you or change color grading of only the sky or brighten their face. Just type it in and it does it. Um, but among many other things, it will also find your B-roll. So it will listen to the dialogue. It will transcribe the dialogue. It will look through your B-roll and find the shots that best reflect what the what is being said by the dialogue. And it'll throw the B-roll on for you. Isn't that mad? And it's very exciting, this period that we're going through with AI. But it does mean that 
some of the menial tasks will be irrelevant. And so if your job is doing those menial tasks, then it could be at risk. So I'm thinking, and you are probably thinking this as well, some assistant editors um, may lose their job. However, I've never met an assistant editor that doesn't want to become an editor. So if there's no assistant editors, or there's a shorter period from going assistant editor to editor, isn't that a good thing? Now we just go from straight into editor because all the assistant editor tasks are already handled by AI. That sounds great. I'm pretty sure um, that most people should be happy if you think about it like, like that. And um, um, when we think about all the other menial tasks, finding the best B-roll is not necessarily something that should be handed to AI because you don't think, you don't know it's gonna choose the best and it might choose the right clip but it might not choose the right moment from that clip and it probably can't prioritize flow and rhythm, pacing, and choreographing the music and the sound effects and all of these things together. Uh, however, it can do very, very, very basic things and uh, it will create basic edits. So if all you are doing is face to camera videos and throwing on a bit of b-roll here and there maybe some stock footage there's already ai that can do that now there are websites where you can just type in what you want or send in the video of for example like i am now in front of this camera just talking to it you upload that it will transcribe throw on the right find the right stock video or or images throw it on at the right moments add a little slow creep, maybe a transition here and there, add some subtitles, boom, all done instantly. And there is zero creativity in that execution. And so that really is where the distinction lies. If you, <clears throat> excuse me, if you are not bringing anything to the table other than what the client asks for, then you are at risk of losing your job to AI. So I'm just going to repeat that. If you're not bringing anything to the table other than what the client asks for, you are at risk of losing your job to AI. AI will come in and just do the basic tasks that clients ask it. So if, if that is you, if you are the editor from the meme, that is having their hand controlled by the client stood behind them who's controlling their mouse, then that person is going to be replaced by AI. So what clients really want is they want to collaborate with problem solvers, creative problem solvers that bring something more to the table that they could not. A client can quite easily take a video footage of themselves or someone else, an interview, whatever, and say, here you go, cut this, cut out the ums and the ahs, and throw on some stock. They could do that themselves, they just don't have the time. 
So you have to put yourself in a position where you can do things that the client can't. You can create, create, you can solve creative problems. You have to become a creative problem solver. And so uh, you have to separate yourself and become more than just an, an editing machine. You have to be brilliant. And you're probably going to hear me using that word a lot more uh, because that really is what separates a button pusher from an in-demand video editor is brilliance. And AI cannot be brilliant. AI will give you a result and it will be it will meet your expectations. You know, yes, AI kind of has this glow at the moment. Um, it's super exciting and it does this thing. And, you know, you have a conversation with ChatGPT and you're kind of amazed at, at what it comes back with. But um, the more that becomes normalized, you know, the moment it's, a, it's we're in this honeymoon phase, I guess, but the more it becomes normalized, you will just see it as uh, the same interaction as you would have with another person. Everything that ChatGPT comes back with is not incredible if you just imagine you're having a conversation with a person. And that's the whole point, right? Um, but the fact is they can do it instantly. So that's the difference. And it won't be long before this is just completely normalized. So AI is not brilliant. However, you can be. And if you position yourself as brilliant or you... Um, create brilliance, then you will be more in demand and you will separate yourself from everything that can be done by AI. So let's also think about predictability. Clients want predictability and AI is not predictable. Even if you have a conversation with ChatGPT, every time if you ask it the same question, it will come back with a different answer. It might be the same overall, but it will come back with different phrasing. It's never, certainly in the, the conversations that I've had it and I've heard other people, it's never with a, a complete and 100% conviction. And some of the things it does have complete conviction is wrong. So the predictability is just not there. Yes, it will advance, of course. However, we are humans. And we, when there's, when there's money on the line, a client is paying money for a job to be done. They want predictability. They want to know the outcome at the end is going to be exactly what they want. And right now, AI does not offer that. But that is why some editors get more work than others because of this predictable outcome. A client will come to you specifically because they know the outcome is going to be exactly what they need, if not better. That's predictability. And that is trust. Now, um, it's, you know, we, we, because everybody, because we're all taught on YouTube and 
Uh, we're all self-taught predominantly unless you went to film school um, generally speaking you're self-taught and um, learning it through youtube or through most online courses um, they teach you the technical ability but not to be a creative problem solver and so that is when your 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 job becomes at risk if you're not solving big problems big creative problems then um any algorithm can do your job. So that is how you can position yourself um, in to be um, in a position of power and, and how you can, if you are brilliant, bringing that up again, if you are, if you are brilliant, then you will set yourself apart from anything that a piece of an algorithm or, or some AI can do. And so um, I'm just going to quickly segue uh, to let you know, and I did uh, announce it last week, but um, I'll bring it up again because in June, we're going to be launching the Unspliced flagship program, which is Creative Storyteller. So if you feel like your storytelling skills are lacking, if you feel like you are in a position where you are not exuding brilliance, your edits aren't brilliant, they are simply okay um, and you want to become brilliant at editing you want to go from a button pusher to an in-demand video editor then storytelling really is key to that being able to come up with creative ideas and solve creative problems so that is exactly what you'll learn within the creative storyteller program uh, which is going to be launching in June. So if you're interested in that, then head to unspice.com forward slash story and you can be informed as soon as enrollment opens for that. So uh, keep an ear out for that. But carrying on with this conversation about predictability and trust, this is exactly what clients want. Clients want predictability and trust. And so there is an inherent trust, human to human. We we love relationships, right? And um, even if you think about in the uh, writing space, AI, ChatGPT can write blogs and articles incredibly well now. You know, the, the, you can input some human text. And I, I even asked it to write something in the style of Ernest Hemingway, and it did it really, really well. So it has this ability already to write complete novels if you wanted it to, but it is not, it, it, it does not have the, the ability to curate and to solve creative problems. Um, it just takes everything that's come before it and then creates a copy of that. And that is not solving any problems. That is just regurgitating the same thing. Um, so, we still go to humans to read books. If you want to read a book, are you going to read a book written by a human who's gone through and lived those experiences? Um, or do you think, actually, this AI has absolutely nailed it and is better than anything I've ever read? It's not going to happen, is it? Because it doesn't know what is good. It will just create, the AI, I mean, will just create what, it has come before it based on, oh, this was popular and this was popular. 
However, we have the ability to know what is good and what is not good. And then so we can take bits from what, uh, and, and we're talking about creating a book or some written content here still. You can take bits that the AI has created and go, oh, that's good and that's good and that's good. I'll, I'll string those bits together and rewrite it in my own words. That is going to be the extent of AI when it comes to writing. It's, you know, we as humans are probably not even interested in reading something from an AI. We don't, it will have its uses when it comes to writing really boring medial stuff. Um, but when it comes to novels, they're telling stories. And you, as a video editor, are telling stories. So the tangent, the comparison is there. So all the boring stuff, you can quite easily get AI to write, let's say, a public service announcement or um, something a bit dry, maybe a statement or a, um, a presentation for a bank, you know, or let's say, you know, an investment thesis for crypto, you know, something like this, something really dry. However, a book, we know, we already know that whatever the AI writes is going to be a bit disjointed. It's not going to be beautiful. It's not going to have the same poetry. It's just going to copy things before it and bastardize it. So you as a storyteller, you're an editor, you're a storyteller, can look at it in exactly the same way. All the menial, boring stuff, for example, face to camera, speaking, speaking to camera videos, the interview videos, for example, that don't really require a lot of creativity or creative problem solving. We're not even going to want to do those as video editors. We're going to want to work on the more creative, challenging stuff. Things like commercials, branded content, documentaries, um, scripted. These all have creative challenges that cannot be solved by an algorithm, or if they can, they still have to be, have this human um, QC, this quality control um, orchestrator, if you will, to sort of make sure that, oh yeah, that works, that doesn't work, that works, that doesn't work. Put it all together in the best way possible. So the way that you can separate yourself from the machines is by having this create, being good at creative problem solving. I'll give you an example because um, at the moment I have, well, at the moment I've, I've literally just finished a job working on a, uh, working with HSBC on a social spot. And these were um, some interviews, so two up or three up interviews with influencers. And they were interviewing each other. And the concept was very simple. And the, um, you know, an AI probably, probably could have done it, but um, the client do, does not trust, would not trust a piece of AI to know that it has chosen all the best bits to tell the best story. So again, we're going back to the storytelling, you know, idea. It will be able to create an edit based on dialogue. Okay, let's have this conversation. This makes sense. 
and we need it to be 60 seconds, it will give you, boom, 60 second edit based on what they're talking about. But how do we know that um, it will give us the, the absolute best bits? What about those nuances, those looks to the camera, those laughs, the awkwardness, the, you know, those silent moments of pause and reflection? Um, an AI cannot read those and it cannot pepper those through in a way that engages the audience. That is essentially a creative problem that you are solving um, as an editor. So in this sense, trust is more important, more valuable than money to a client. And so for the clients that value money and just want the cheapest work possible, they're going to go straight to AI. And of course they will. If most of your work comes from Fiverr, then everybody who, who hires video editors through Fiverr is going to be, um, all of those editors are, are at risk. Their, their work is at risk because all of those clients who go to Fiverr will go to AI to have their edits done. Because for those people, they value cheapness. Then their main priority is it needs to be as cheap as possible. And if they can have it fast, then great. Now you remember those the, the, the three switches, um, good, cheap, and fast. Pick two, because you can't have all three. So the people that value cheap and fast, at the moment they go to Fiverr, or as soon as AI has the capability, they're just gonna go to AI because you can do those cheap things, cheap and fast. But the clients that want good and don't care so much about cheap being cheap, those are the clients that will work with humans like you and me, I assume you're human, and they will want an editor that they can trust, will to work together and solve creative problems. So how do you save yourself from losing your job to AI? Be brilliant. Be a brilliant creative problem solver. So don't worry if you were worried that AI is coming for your job. You don't have to worry about that anymore because We've just spoke about ways that you can protect yourself, safeguard yourself in the future. And the, the speed at which AI is rocketing in progress, it won't be long before um, these people will, these clients will um, be outsourcing work to AI, the basic bottom level stuff. So the sooner you can become creatively brilliant, brilliant then the safer your work will be. So, uh, Hopefully you'll be able to sleep well at night knowing that you can protect yourself. And uh, I really hope to see you next week. Hopefully some of the things that we've been speaking about have rung a tone with you. And I, I love this conversation. If you want to speak more about it, then head to YouTube if you're not watching this on YouTube already and head to the comments and write in the comments. Let's have a conversation about this whole um this whole scene and AI 
And what are your concerns? What are you worried about? Um, and what are you excited about mostly? Because everybody I speak to seems to be worried, talks about how worrying it is, but let's talk about how exciting it is. It's pretty incredible stuff. So head to YouTube and let's speak about that in the comments. And don't forget to subscribe while you're there. Thank you very much for joining me. Um, the URL, if you're interested in the Creative Storyteller program, is unsplice.com forward slash story. And I look forward to speaking with you again soon. Thank you.